pause for thought and join in the barking with Darren Rowe on The Mindful Dog. Hey, it's the 22nd of December. It's nearly Christmas. Make sure you've got all those uh, dog stockings on your tree. And today you can join us on the Sunday Cafe with Roman Travers for our normal canine behavioural slot. We're going to be talking about the kind of things that you shouldn't have in your house um, at Christmas so that your dogs don't get ill. And also there's this wonderful track, a music track that's released in the UK that's specifically designed, it's the only thing in the world has been done, specifically designed to get your dog excited, relaxed, chilled, you name it. Have a listen. Roman Travers on Magic Talk. Oh, the show normally goes to the dogs at this point with Darren Rowe from Mindfulness for Dogs. Now, Darren, getting a dog is the easy part, but knowing what to do when things don't go right, that's where you need someone with some expertise like you from Mindfulness for Dogs, and you're here with me in the studio. Yeah, good morning, Roman. Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, nearly, isn't it? Yeah, hay fever. I Just oh. quickly, we were talking about hay fever. We were both clearing our throats and carrying on. Do dogs tend to get hay fever? Yeah, I think they do, actually. Yeah, yeah my dogs um, suddenly start coughing. Yeah. I thought we had kennel cough at one point, but it's uh, it's just an irritation of their throat like hay fever, yeah. So. Horrible stuff, yeah. horrible stuff. Anything special happening for dogs this Christmas? Oh, well, there's a couple of things. Uh, there's there's a really cool uh, um, song Topping the charts, I think, in the UK at the moment, really? which is pretty cool, and there's a lot of science behind it, which is what I love. Uh-huh. Um, they've they've done a study and they've got all these sounds and things they put together. Really, it's so cool, mate. I, my dogs were, you know, that that sort of head tilt. Mm. My dog is staring. Yeah, uh, my dogs were sat there like watching YouTube, <laughs> listening to the video. Shall we have so, a listen? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Would you like to go on walkie? <laughs> Sit. Sit. Dear God, that's bonkers. That's barking mad. And you say there's science in behind yeah, it. Yeah, so they what? did a study of uh, 500, uh, sorry, 24, uh, 25 dogs and 500 different sounds, mm. and they came up with the highest ranked responses. Mm. And there's a bit of science because it's actually looked at endorphin levels, which are the happy drugs for dogs. Yeah. So all of those sounds, and, and that young lady there, um, I want to meet her. I have to go for a walk. <laughs> but, um, her, the voices all just uh, elicited really nice sort of... Um, yeah. Uh, responses from the dogs and I do say my dogs were sat there and they were looking pretty happy the jaws were nice and relaxed there. isn't that funny oh, I was great what resonated for you the most in that track I think the reggae same yeah yeah, yeah. And, and apparently um, there's studies that reggae dogs love the reggae it's just the beat or something that relaxes them so, that's yeah, interesting if you want to put you want to relax your dogs. I always say listen to the radio, but reggae, reggae, that's what you need to put yeah, on. Apparently. put on so. some salmonella dub or something, or something <laughs> nice, and some old Bob Marley would be yeah, good too. Yeah. That's interesting. There you go. There's a track. So how do people find that? What's it called? Where do they go? Um, it's called uh, Raise the Woof, and I think in the UK, I know it's pretty cool. Um, in the UK, I think it's uh, there to um, raise money for mental men's mental um, health. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously not in New Zealand, but in the UK. But uh, yeah, definitely try that with your dog over Christmas. See what Why happens. Why not? I don't want to sound disparaging about Christmas tracks that make it onto the charts in the UK, but <laughs> oh my God, there have been some weird ones over There's the years. Ones. Do you know, I'd love, I'd love people to take a video of their dogs and their responses and stick it on my Facebook page. That would be awesome. Brilliant. How yeah. do people find you? Just um, yeah. yeah, so you can just search for Mindfulness for Dogs with that number four mm. um, on Facebook, Instagram, website.com.co.nz, you name it, we've got it. Darren Rowe, Mindfulness for Dogs, with us here and with you as well. If you call on 0800 844 You can text 3920, but that conversation is a really good place to start when you call that number. It's free, by the way. Now, 
over the Christmas period, you often hear dogs swallowing things they shouldn't swallow because they've had a go at the Christmas tree or something that smelt like food but probably wasn't because it was Mm. wrapping. What are the things we need to watch out for? Yeah, so the UK, in the UK, the Kennel Club reckon uh, the dogs have got 80% more higher chance of being poisoned over December. That's huge, isn't it? Mm. Um, Insurance companies must be uh, like... uh, bit of a nightmare at Christmas I'd have thought for them mm. um, but there's a whole load of stuff and and some of them are just the real basics that we don't even think about that we take for granted so I've got a kind of like list we can go through yeah obviously much easier people phone in the middle there but um, um, so treats like mince pies and chocolate they're the obvious ones that people think about mince pies quite bad for a dog why um, just the currants and all those kind of things mm. inside yeah the grapes are currants not good for dogs at all anything that's been dried and condensed down dogs struggle with and yet um, just going back before we actually <coughs> before before we go to the specifics around the mm. foods, we do have that tendency to want to treat a dog yeah. and treat it like it's a human. Exactly, Here's a nice bit it? of yeah. chocolate. You've been a good dog. Why is oh. chocolate so toxic for dogs? I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but right. I think it does something to the stomach linings. Maybe Charlie would have been a better one to have um, Yeah, it's certainly done something to the stomach linings. And I've, I saw a video on YouTube um, a couple of years back where a dog was vomiting for like hours because oh, it ate chocolate. Stop yeah. it. Not good, not uh, good at all. Yuck. I don't know if that dog even survived that. It was pretty horrendous. Yeah. You know that most people, and this is a uh, and I do apologise in advance. I know not everyone overdoes it, but we do tend to have fridges filled with stuff that eventually yeah. goes off because Auntie Huia doesn't turn up, and so you're chucking out food. Yeah. Should you be giving that to dogs? No, definitely not. So there's oh. a lot of um, leftovers that we think we give to dogs, but things like um, uh, onions, uh, sprouts, um, oh. all of those alliums and things like that, not the sprouts or alliums, but all those things like that um, are quite toxic. Garlic, we put lots of stuffing, garlic stuffing. We mm. say, oh, just give a dog a little bit of that. Garlic's quite toxic to dogs um, in that kind of way. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I, I say no... Um, don't give the dogs the leftovers. Fresh chicken, maybe, as long as it's not had any spices and herbs and stuff like that. Mm. But also the bones. Cooked bones are not good for dogs. Some people would say bones aren't good for dogs at all, but definitely cooked bones. You don't want to give a dog a cooked bone. It splinters. It will just... Ah. Disaster for dogs' intestines, basically. So if you are going to use bones, don't give them cooked ones and just yeah adhere yeah. to that. All and, right. And do you know what the worst thing is? We put all this rubbish in the bin and then we don't protect the bin and then the dogs go and mm-hmm. steal the bin and suddenly we don't know what they've eaten. They've eaten anything. Exactly, because you get on the old Sauvignon Blancs after mass on Sunday morning and you know whatever day it is. It's Christmas is Friday, isn't it? it is, yeah, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, that's another thing I'll miss out. Uh, I won't be going to mass this year. I won't be feeding my animals because I don't have any. But if there were people visiting, like children often go, oh, you cute little thing, and they shove a a lollipop and a dog's yeah. gobbles. Dogs are always going to say yes, aren't they? Of course they are. Yeah, ground rules. Um, I, <laughs> we, don't, we probably don't get visitors at Christmas for that reason, but we're very clear. This is what you. This is how you behave around our dogs. And mm. if you don't like it, then unfortunately don't come. Yeah, <laughs> that's terrible, isn't it? But mm. um, we don't want our dogs to be in um, in hospital at Christmas time. For one, it's it's really inconvenient. It's really not good for the dogs, and it's really expensive. <laughs> very expensive. We'll come back soon and talk more about this. I want to talk to you more about the insurance policies too, because that's not mm. a bad idea, no. or is it? We'll find out more soon. But right now, pick up the phone and give us a call because Darren would love to have a chat with you. He's from Mindfulness for Dogs. And if you're getting a dog this Christmas, it's not, I mean, it's, I don't want to put you off. It's a lot of fun, but it's also a lot of hard work in order to get things right. 0800 844 747, 13 past nine. It's the Sunday Cafe with Roman Travis on Magic Talk. 14 past nine, welcome in. It's good to have you here. I was dropping off my little buddy yesterday and his mum's got this massive blue staffy, oh my God, impressive dog. She's had a bit of surgery uh, because there was a bit of a blockage. So we need to make sure that we aren't leaving fish and chip paper and 
Now, you were saying, you just hit your mic button on the screen if you can see your mic on button. Oh, there you go. You're on now. So in, th- in terms of the things that we stick under the tree, <laughs> we think, we understand, don't unwrap that till Christmas Day. Dogs go, I'll have that now. Yeah, because you've got to remember, dogs' noses are amazing compared to ours. So it's so all those chocolate boxes wrapped under the trees they know and Mm. and as much as a dog's not meant to eat chocolate they don't know that okay so they're going to smell that out a mile away if you put your dog's treats under the tree don't expect them to be there if you leave your dog in your front room by yourself they will smell it out and it'll be gone but the problem is they don't just eat the treats do they the wrappers they eat everything and and that's the problem especially those little bows that we make it look fancy so yeah you've got to be so careful what you're or what you're leaving around for the dogs you to do. steal, basically. And I don't. I'll, I'll apologise in advance for any Labrador listening, <laughs> but Labradors are real pigs, aren't they? They'll, they're not even hungry; they'll just eat. They, they, they do yeah. tend to eat. I think they're the worst ones in are terms they? of insurance for blockages and stuff. Um, the Christmas balls, they'll just steal those and, and eat them. Crikey! And, and if they're glass, or they're you know, oh. not, not good. Yeah. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> Now, what about plants that we only drag out at Christmas time? Yeah. Some of the, um, like holly, poinsettia, all that stuff. Yeah, so, so dogs are pretty clever, to be fair. Um, most dogs understand nature probably better than we do, so they work out that they shouldn't be eating these things. But if you've got a puppy, puppies are still quite new to the world, aren't they? So they may not understand. And, and the likes of poinsettia is highly toxic to dogs. Um, we've got holly, what are ones? Um, Oh, gosh, uh, there's a whole host of them. We've got uh, mistletoe. Mistletoe, well, I think mistletoe is pretty poisonous to us as well, isn't it? Do we have that in New Zealand? Um, I thought it was just in American movies. Um, I don't know, actually. Yeah. I haven't seen it since I've been here, to be honest. I'm sure you can buy a little sprig of it. But well, the I berries... wouldn't mind getting some to take to the pub, you know, <laughs> to sort of hold it up high and see what happens. But the berries are very toxic to are the they? dogs, yeah. Oh. And, and the sap of most things. And also the roots of all these um, plants are highly toxic. Okay. So, yeah. So many things to be wary of. I'm actually just thinking while you're talking there, it's not just you. You've got your rules. John, the producer, he's got a, a little dog, and he'll have people coming around that want to cuddle his little dog and yeah. shove lollies in its gob, and then there's so much to be wary of. There is, and remember dogs suffer quite badly from stress, so so their life normally, and especially this year with lockdowns and all these kind of things, might be quite um, mm. quiet for them, and suddenly you might end up with 10, 15 people around. It's a lot for them to cope with. Um, more people get bitten at Christmas, I think, than most most times. Okay. I would I would have a safe place for your dog and have a crate I'd put them in a crate when new people come around mm. don't don't leave it to chance especially if you've got a rescue dog as well don't leave it to chance for that dog to, to make a mistake and then end and spoil his yeah. Christmas and your Christmas basically the other thing I'll come on to soon is the the variation in a dog's environment because you've got music playing lots of different yeah. friends and family we'll come on to that soon but in terms of insurance yeah like largely speaking good or bad um I we, we insure our younger dogs. We don't tend to insure our older dogs so much because obviously premiums get higher and higher, but we do put money away to make mm. sure that we cover any um, big expenses, which can be quite huge, yeah. Um, I think uh, for puppies, definitely insure them. You get... F- um, 30 days free insurance with most companies to be honest with puppies up to one yeah. so you've got to take advantage of that and I think um, we're paying uh, must be about $20 a month for our puppies at the moment which is not really a lot is it a couple of cups of coffee and that covers them for the majority of things nothing major but just yeah. basic operations so probably, I think it's well worth doing that probably only one coffee in Kandala well, to be right, fair yeah. but, so look into it I guess just go and have a, have a hunt around get your yeah. broker to do a hunt around and see if it's worth it that dog I was telling you about the yep. little boy that I mentor's dog that was three thousand dollars. That's the thing. Yeah. But there was no surgery done, and no I thought surgery. no because they said they couldn't find a blockage in the end. It just cleared, but three grand. What did they do for three. Well, it was intensive care. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we've got to remember that none of this is funded like our own health. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Every stitch, every nurse minute, every vet minute is charged yeah. for because it's not subsidised. So right. we we had an issue over lockdown when our dogs was um, and obviously it's a bit more expensive, but that was something like five hundred dollars a night. Shivers. Yeah, uh, mounts up. All right. Oh, here's a good text. Oh my God, says this texter. 
my dog was asleep on his bed under the radio um, and you just played that doggy song. Next thing, George is up looking longingly at me. It mentioned going for a walk. <laughs> Would the dog hear that? Uh, or am I going mad? Oh, oh, that's fantastic. So what they're saying is, does the dog recognize Well, of course the yeah, dog yeah. would recognise that, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's one of the biggest words we use, isn't it, walkies? I guess it is. Yeah. Yeah, true. All right. Um, there is another one here. Positive, is that? <laughs> oh, I won't read this one out. That's a very nice text, Mike, but I'll, I'll come to that a bit later on when I'm feeling a bit flat. He's just saying how wonderful I am. Let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about uh, that environment. For example, so Grandma... Fanny from Fairley, she's got a corgi, for example, right. and there's no one else in the house. Next thing, the house is filled mm. with everybody, yep. and the dog starts getting a bit shitty. Let's be honest, yeah. it's a bit shitty, and it might start nipping and yelping. And whose fault is that? What do we do in those situations? So it's a bit of both, isn't it? The, you've got to think about the dog's life is not used to having all this excitement around it. And when dogs get excited, there's a point where they they just can't take anymore, and and that's when they bite and they they snap and and that sort of stuff. Um, so so you really either got to ease your dog into it gently over before Christmas, mm -hmm. or like I say, give them a safe place. But if you're coming into someone's home, you know, even if you know the dog, mm. make sure you, you give them a treat with a flat hand, first of all. Don't be towering above them. Maybe bring yourself a bit lower, especially if it's a small dog because they get very scared. Right. Um, and, and just generally just leave the dog alone, you know. Let them just get used to you calmly before you go and sort of stick your hands around it and cuddle mm. it. Um, personally, I don't cuddle the dogs like that. Um, it scares them. Um, if you're holding onto a dog and they're getting scared, then they can't flight so they can only fight so they might try and nip you to get away yeah, so, yeah. one thing i do see little children do mm. who often think of a dog as a walking talking barking teddy bear they'll yeah. do the headlock hug oh god you know Just they want to they just want to love it i, I love know. you dog but and next thing the dog's going holy shit i'm gonna bite you so yeah, yeah. what do you do in those situations take, take the dog off the child yeah. educate the children um but one, what I always see when I see that is this great big um, tongue go right up around and kiss the uh, kiss the nose, and that's a big warning sign. Is this for the me. child or the dog? No, this is the dog. <laughs> Could be the child as well. No, that's, that's a big warning sign for me that dog's oh. under stress and not coping with it. Um, I think as parents, be vigilant. You know, you, dogs are not teddy bears, are they? And they shouldn't be treated like no, teddy bears. No, they're not. But you know what I'm talking about when you have dogs in a house that have the free range. They yeah. don't just have the floor. They have the couch. Everything. They have the chair. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but one of the reasons why Labradors are not Known to be the biggest biters is because they are the most common domestic dog yeah. and they challenge that child for the couch that they regard as theirs is that i'm not so sure if it's the challenging the, the child i think it's probably the um the way children act it's very much like a puppy isn't it they, they mm. scream they shout they move around they jump around and, and that's very much like a puppy does and they interact with the dog if the parents aren't managing it like a puppy does mm. so not so much a challenge it's just a play thing and okay. puppies think uh, labradors particularly they're very sociable and play so they, they want to play with the kids in the same way. 21 past nine, the number here, 0800 844 747. Pick up the phone, have a chat. You might want to just thank Darren for getting your dog sorted out throughout the year because, my God, you've been generous with your time. <laughs> and you would have helped. It might just be one little thing that someone's remembered. And I have seen Darren Rowe in action with Izzy the Waimarana. Very positive influence you can have in such a short period of time. Yeah. So for someone who is getting a dog for Christmas, let's just maybe talk about some of the do's and don'ts because we often don't have a lot of time. No, and you don't. get this dog, you know, it's not like a fishing rod that you shove in the cupboard. It's going to be with you all the time. So just, just some tips around that. Yeah, so, so first of all, um, <clears throat> if you've got a rescue dog, 
Um, and you're bringing a rescue dog into your life at the moment, probably the worst time you can ever do it with everything going on, but just give them space, okay? The first thing that we do, or the, the worst thing we can do is smother that dog with affection. And, and normally we, we're quite sympathetic about their um, previous life and we want to do the best for them. Well, actually the best for them is to give them space to settle in, mm-hmm. uh, not smother them with, with, with affection and, and love and all that kind of stuff. You have plenty of time for that later. So that's the first thing to do. Um, if you're getting a puppy, um, you've got to get a crate and a pen. You've got to to give them a space over Christmas so they're not just well, being stepped on basically by everybody and then getting really scared. Remember with puppies um, and, and other dogs, positive experiences are more important than experiences. If mm. they have an experience and it's negative, then that's not going to do them any good. You talk about crates, not cages. Yeah. To say we're caging an animal is like, oh, that's oh, horrible. That's awful, isn't it? Yeah. But they, <clears throat> Izzy, this giant Waimurana, loves her crate. She yeah. loves to go to bed in the crate well we've got we've got eight dogs i need to count actually i think we've got eight um and and every dog has its own crate they've had them since they were puppies um we've changed them a few times because some of them have been broken but mm. um at night time they just go in their crates at bedtime um, if one of them gets stressed they just take themselves to the crate mm-hmm. um and and with the puppies we always have a, a pen around it and we call it a puppy bedroom in the same way that a young child goes to the bedroom when they've had enough the puppies go into the bedrooms are you shutting the door on the crate at night at night time we do yeah 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 definitely because um it's a bit of a toilet training thing, especially with younger dogs. Dogs won't pee in their own bed, but mm. they will pee outside. So if you close the crates and they're used to holding the bladder, then they won't pee inside. Mm, okay. So yeah, definitely. 0800 I'd love to hear from you. So would Darren from Mindfulness for Dogs, Darren yeah. Rowe. Just remember those words. You can go and find Darren on social media, and he's more than happy to come to your place. Uh, well, geographically, it could be a bit <laughs> challenging if you're on the Chatham Islands, but he can help via the internet. Yeah. Can't you? What's the website to go yeah, to? Yeah, so it's uh, mindfulnessfordogs.com yeah. or .co.nz, and that's uh, with a number four. Can okay. I just say thanks to everybody that's um, phoned after the uh, um, radio? I've had mm. so many great phone calls from people after the radio. And oh, the that's great. Not being brave enough to phone up during the radio. But yeah, well, that's the point, yeah. too. Not everybody wants to that's do right. that live to the nation, but feel free to do it right now on 0800 How long is too long? We've had this discussion before because mm. I was always told that dogs don't know that you're coming back which is why they get upset. You don't think that's true? Um, yeah, it's weird. I, I think they pick up on certain things. So so I always tell my dogs exactly how long I'm going to be away. So I'll say, oh, I'm going to go away for 20 minutes or two days or whatever, right? And if it's overnight, we do nighttime sleepies. But then when we do, when we go to bed, we go, it's, it's nighttime sleepies time, yeah? Mm. <laughs> so they kind of understand. Um, I had an interesting thing where I used to set up a video in the uh, home and I would leave work and I would just think about leaving for work, check the video, and those dogs would be fast asleep. And the second I would think about going home they'd wake up and they'd start walking around it was crazy wow yeah so so i don't know there's, there's something else going on the other thing is that they know it's your car because they hear those high frequencies mm-hmm. um so everyone always says oh they know it's my car and everyone else says it's because they hear those sort of much higher frequencies when mm. they come home i think so but yeah well you would have heard a lot of a lot in the last few months about all these dogs being trained with highly specific skills for cancer for covid19 and they now know more than ever that dogs to your point we've all kind of gone oh darren Rowe, come on yeah but they do understand specific words it's not just sounds is it i think they understand way more than that to be honest roman and i think we're just touching on the surface of how powerful these animals are and 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 also other animals like pigs and things like that let's not forget those yeah so um yeah just scratching the surface literally Mm, mm. i find it all very very fascinating i love a lovely dog i can't stand a dog with no manners I can't stand dogs where the owner's going, oh, it's okay, he always bites people, he always does wheeze on the carpet. That's right. That excusing of bad behaviour is just... Do you know what? The one thing is we need to take responsibility for our dog's behaviour, right? Yeah. Um, We're praising the behaviours, so therefore we're creating them. So just think about what 
what you're praising. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. All right. We've had lots of texts coming and lots of texts saying, can we play that track again? Yeah. We will play that before the, the segment has finished. So just on that point, I want to go back and make this point because quite often we are ducking down to the beach or to Auntie Huia's house. She doesn't like the dog. How long is too long to leave the dog? To leave home. a dog, yeah. I hope it depends on how you're leaving it. If you're leaving it in a crate, and yep. it's a small crate, then um, an hour, two hours is probably plenty enough. Mm. If you're leaving it outside um, and it's and you've got a fully fenced section so it's not going to escape, then really and truthfully, as long as it's got fresh water, shade, and all those kind of standard things that you need, um, then there's no reason why you can't leave it for the day. Yep. Um, obviously not overnight, Make or if you do, make sure someone comes and feeds it. Um, if it's just in a small pen inside, um, mm. my dogs will happily sleep all day inside. They, they're very happy to do that. Yeah, so, um, sounds great to me. We do get someone in to feed them and uh, stuff like that if we're not going to be there, no. Yeah, no, sleeping all day to me sounds great. Deborah has texted on 3920. Hi, Darren. My dog is a one-year-old rescue staffy and really wants to play with every single dog on walks. And some of the owners and dogs don't want this. What should I do? Yeah, so again, it's down to your responsibility, isn't it? So... Um, if your dog is, uh, if it sounds like it's a young dog as well, um, staffies tend to have that inability to switch it off sometimes without mm. being too rude to them. Um, and not many dogs understand, a lot of other dogs don't understand how staffies play. They're full on, they're in your face, and that's the way they play. Um, so it's your responsibility, because remember, if it goes wrong, it's your dog that's going to suffer. So if your dog wants to play with everybody and no one else wants to, then put it on the lead. Yeah. Be sensible. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. Well, there's some simple tips for you. Yeah. Darren, on behalf of the team here at the Sunday Cafe and, and on behalf of MediaWorks too, thank you for being very available right throughout the year, as you always are. <laughs> and you are going to continue to be available because good people like you don't really take holidays either. <laughs> so how do people get in touch with you to get their dog on track? Yeah, so so we're, 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 um, we're booking up to January now, guys. So um, you can phone me on 274 585872. Well, hang on, people have to get a pen. You'll have to say that again. <laughs> yeah, 0274 Or you can just email me through the website or just mindfulnessfordogs at gmail.com is the easiest one. Too easy. Yeah. Well done. Now, this track that we're going to play again, how do people find that? Yeah, so you can um, search for Raise the Woof on YouTube. Woof. Um, I think you can even purchase it and, and that kind of stuff if you want to. Raise the Woof. That's brilliant. Darren, thank you so much. Thank you, mate. It's Merry been, Christmas. It's been a great year. Yeah, it has indeed. Would you like to go on? Walkies. Sit. Sit. Dinner time. Who's this? Who's this? Sit. Sit. Oh, good girl. Who's this? Who's this? Would you like to go on? Walkies. You've been listening to Darren Rowe on The Mindful Dog giving our canine friends a voice throughout the world. To find out more about what we do, visit our website at www.mindfulnessfordogs.com.